2: What's going on, Bulls Nation? <laughs> Welcome in. To CHGO face. Bulls post game. <laughs> Presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. America's top rated sportsbook. Download their app and oh. be sure to use promo code CHGO when you sign up. <laughs> I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can find me at the bottom of, Lake Michigan <laughs> in an hour. <laughs> 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 My guys, Big Dave Watson, pal, BNWL Sports. <laughs> <laughs> Will to go godly. Will underscore godly. Uh, we are Joe underscore Bulls. Our pal and producer, Joey Spathis, rocking the controls. Follow that man. We nickname Joey Spathis. The return. Joey 1K.
1: The return. Bulls Don't sleep.
2: Lose. The the Bulls lose. <laughs> yes, the, they did. To they the did. Hornets of Charlotte. one <laughs> eleven to 96. That's real. That's a thing that just happened. We all watched it happen. Oh, my God.
1: Hornets and if you country, thought it couldn't get fly. worse
2: after that Pacers game collapsed. Hornets, Hornets country. Let's, let's fly. fly. Let's fly. <laughs> let's fly, baby. Bus City, let's fly. Bus City, let's the fly. The Charlotte Hornets had a stretch where they missed... 17 consecutive three point attempts. 18. 18, excuse me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Finishing seven of 32 from three for Wonderful. not quite 22%. Awesome. Uh, the Bulls had a 10 point lead halfway through the third quarter. Uh-huh. The Hornets then proceeded to go on a 16 to one run mm. and outscored the Bulls, what, like 55 to 25 mm. over the last 12, uh, over, the ha- over the last quarter and a half of this game. And uh I'm at the end of my goddamn rope. He's at How the are end y'all of doing? his rope. Yeah. There's one. Wow, I am I mean, blow it up. Blow it up. I'm done. F this team. Yeah. Why should I give any more of my heart or time to that crap? Yeah.
1: Why? Yeah. Tell me why. Ain't nothing but some bullshit. Tell me why. Why is this team looking like this? Tell me day? why. I never want to watch you play. Because <laughs> you lost to Charlotte today.
0: Ow! <laughs> that was amazing. Thank Cut, you very much. friend <laughs> rap. <laughs> That Yo, was, Greg, put the lights <laughs> That was crazy. That was so much better than the Bulls performance.
2: Hey. Here's the sad thing, oh, though. Oh, man. Not a hard test.
1: Not a hard test, man. a hard. Pure D trash is what we just saw right there. They not only lost, they got their ass whipped. Like, there's a difference between, like, a tip-in at the buzzer. They lost by throw They lost by 15. 15. It was like 15, 15, man. They got their ass whooped, bro. 111 to 96 is absolutely ridiculous. My God. Look at this. I, and it's funny because if you just looked at the points, you'd be like, oh, man, the starting lineup put up, you know, what they, they were supposed to do. Everybody was in double figures. You know, 28 for DeMar, 15 for, for P. Will, 12 and 9 for Vooch, 18 9 for Zach, uh, 12 points for Io. Outside of Io and P. Will, I, who you know, are, you don't expect those kind of numbers, you know what I'm saying, from those guys. And and of course, DeMar, you know, getting his points like that. 18 and nine is unacceptable for me from, from Zach Levine against the Charlotte Hornets. And I don't even like the 12 and nine from Vooch. And granted, Vooch is entitled to a bad game. I mean, I watched this dude drop 43 on these cats. I get it, it happens. But when you're playing against Mason Plumlee, <laughs> You can't go five a sixteen out here, man. Any, pick, s- pick a Plumley. O- you can't do that against any, <laughs> any of the Plumley family. None of the Plumleys. This can't go down. Oh, of six from the three point line, and again, like again, showing it was an Achilles' heel. Sixteen percent is what the Bulls shot from three. Sixteen
0: percent. Four. My God. Four of twenty-five. My God. Yeah. That is like a joke. Three players on the Bulls sh- made a three. <laughs> Kobe was two for five. Yep. And Co- yeah, right. Patrick, Kobe. Patrick and Zach combined for two of 11 on threes. Yeah. There were the oh. only other players oh. that made threes. Oh. Hey,
2: you want to know what's funny is if you throw Vooch into that mix, those three, Pat, Vooch, and Zach, three of your starters, combined to go two of 17 oh. from
1: three. Good two of 19 God. for the starters. Good Lord. And all the starters
0: had exactly two turnovers. But it doesn't even piece. matter because they missed 18 in a row. Yes. On their own. Like, you should be able to not lose that game by 15. Yes. Yes. Maybe 10. Yes. 7. Yes. No, they, they, they didn't hit those threes, and they
1: increased their lead. You understand that? They increased them. They put it up more. This is absolutely ridiculous, man. That is sad. I'm sorry. Go ahead,
2: man. I just – it's crazy that I am as shocked as I am because I shouldn't be. Yeah. The Bulls have been showing us their true colors – All season long. Yeah. Earlier on the season, we didn't want to believe it. We thought that they could pull it together. Sure. Because they were beating good teams. Yeah. That is why some of us held on to some semblance of hope that this team could get its shit together. And if they started taking care of business against mediocre and inferior opponents, like the way they played against quality opponents, they could turn their season around.
1: Yeah.
2: But, I mean... We were joking after the Pacers loss. Like, oh, add it to the pile of the debate of worst loss of the season. This right here, mm. in my opinion, unquestionably worst two
3: game stretch Worst two losses consecutively of the season. Luke just said, worst loss of the season, part 50. You cough up a
2: 21-point lead to the Pacers Mm -hmm. and then follow that up by coughing up another double-digit lead (laughs) to this Hornets team who, by the way, coming into tonight's game, had only won five games on their home floor. Five games. Let's fly. Five wins on your home floor more than halfway through the season. Bus City. Let's the Bulls fly. were up 71-61 to
1: 61 and then Bus said, City. cool, we're done for <laughs> the night. Let's go home. Let's go
3: home. You sort of spiked that hat throw.
1: I don't know what it is about these third quarters for, for the Chicago Bulls. When they get to these third quarters, whether they're up, whether they're down, they get to these third quarters, and, and they went up by 10 in the third quarter. And then we saw, you know, Hornets, what, it was a 16-1 run that they went on in the third, again, and did it without hitting any threes, they said, we don't need to hit them. So they're on their streak, 18 straight misses. The Bulls said, we'll go ahead and go on a four-minute <laughs> four drought during that time frame to make it even more sad. It was sad and trash what we were out there sitting, being forced to sit there and watch. The Bulls also then had a stretch of, I believe, over five minutes
2: without a made field goal in the fourth quarter.
1: That's, oh, God, in the fourth? In the fourth Good God, race. man. Dude, that's that's pathetic. It's pathetic, man. They should be ashamed of themselves. It's pathetic. It's a wrap. That's done deal. That's terrible, man. That's terrible. And after, the, you know, the Indiana, they were like, oh, team meeting. Screw your damn team meetings. We care about the team. I'm, nothing's coming out of the team meeting but another L. And a worse L. This is a worse L to a worse team. This is your <laughs> the rivalry week. This is a rivalry week squad.
2: (laughs) You know, that that good old Bulls Hornets rivalry.
1: rivalry, Does
2: anyone other than BJ
1: Armstrong (laughs) care about Bulls Hornets? Oh, Michael, that's it. He's probably out there dancing right now in the street. But it is absolutely (laughs) pure, just pathetic. It's, It's pathetic. And they just, the effort. You know, we can't stand when they don't play with any effort at all. Zero effort. You saw them quit. You saw it. You saw them say, fuck it. I'm watching Zach Levine take shots.
0: How many times do we watch them walk down the floor and say, yeah. Yeah, that's Zach, what I mean. Zach's taking this shot. DeMar's not touching it. Right. And then the next play. Yep. Yeah. Zach's not passing on this one. Yeah. And then the next play, DeMar brings it down. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. DeMar's taking this shot. Yeah. It's just, you can't win that way. You're watching Zach take
1: mid-range shots for some reason. With like 18 seconds on the shot. You know what I'm ball. saying? Right. Right, exactly. With like two people around him, he's like, "No, nah, I'm gonna take this pull up too," even though we're down by like six in the fourth. Nah, I'm gonna take that. Just terrible. Everybody, and I don't even. And I'm not even singling out Zach honestly because everybody sucked. Everybody was trash. Everybody. could get I mean, some Zach
2: of was eight of nineteen tonight. Vooch was five of sixteen tonight.
1: Just trash, man.
2: All five of your starters each had two turnovers. Yep. Uh, I it mean, wow. This team, this team played like crap. Like crap. A bunch of That's crap. It. It's like it's not like even when they were, they, they weren't really ever in control at any point through the first two and a half quarters. They were mm-hmm. up by two and points, four points, maybe six points. Right. Then they finally build a double digit lead, right. and then immediately say,
0: "All right, we're done. We're done. We're finished." At least it wasn't a twenty point lead. God, <laughs> flew. The through. thing, the thing about this for me is like, we've we've gone through this whole song and dance of bulls have terrible loss. Bulls come back and beat the Bucs and the Celtics, and they convince everybody that they still got something there. Mm -hmm. Bulls have terrible loss against the Knicks and the Knicks, and then they go on a run, and then Mm -hmm. they have terrible loss against the Wolves, Mm -hmm. and then they go on a run of whatever it was, like eight and three, and then they lose three straight to the Wizards and whoever else. And then this game, you thought, well, they have this terrible loss, but they've still got some momentum. I do think that, like, they've lost... Like, I, I said this on HQ the other day with Mark. They've they've erased all the goodwill they built up from this stretch. But you thought, the one thing that I can count on with this team is that they're going to bounce back and make me hurt in a different way tomorrow. <laughs> but today, it was just more of the same that we saw. It's like our
2: our guy Cody from CSU Cubs always says, I'm ready, I'm ready, to, be ready to be hurt, hurt again.
1: again. I'm, I got to tell him, I ain't ready. <laughs> don't hurt me. Leave me alone. Baby, don't hurt me. I'm doing with that, man. It's trash, bro. Like... And, and it's just the fact that you're playing a team that is clearly trash. You know what I mean? Like, it's not even a done deal. It's not a Rockets team, you know, that's, that's got them. youth, you know, up and coming and stuff like that. It's not an Orlando Magic team who they'll probably get stomped by with, you know, just a bunch of talent, you know what I'm saying, that hasn't developed yet. It's nothing like that. No, they're, they're just bad. And they've been bad. And they know they're bad. You know what I'm saying? They haven't, they've been that way. You miss 18 straight threes, you're bad. You know, like they understand who they are. But against the Bulls, set the court on fire. Let's fly. Buzz City.
0: (laughs) The Bulls are out here trying to win games. Yes. And losing to teams that are trying to lose games. Yes.
1: Yes. Trinash. That's what it is,
2: baby. Charles in the comments said trash versus trash. We got out trashed. Got
1: out trashed.
2: Oh, I think we out trashed the Hornets oh, yeah. tonight.
1: Oh, we got depending that. Depending
2: on how you want to phrase it.
1: Mm hmm. They got that one, man. That is just absolutely, just a ridiculously sad loss to the Charlotte <laughs> Hornets, man. This It's just ridiculously sad. Yeah. And like you said, Will, like you're watching them play those other teams, all these up teams, they get up for them and they look like a basketball team. And you're like, okay, they're playing well against this team. And they come in and they come up against the Jamico Saints. And the Saints <laughs> are giving them work. You know what I'm saying? I'm like giving them the business. Bulls are losing to the Washington Generals. Right, man. you know what I'm saying? Like, and this is around – every NBA <laughs> team has a stretch of these games where they just play those teams, you know, that, that can uh, give, get you a nice winning streak. You know what I mean? Every NBA team, you know what I mean, has that stretch. And this was the Bulls stretch for it. Like, well, they okay. Ha- they
0: had it in December, too. I, I, you're right. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. They've had right. their chance.
1: No, I'm talking about this one here. This one for me is worse because of how the Pacers were, how the Pistons were, how Charlotte is. This one is worse for me because there was no hope on them teams. You know what I'm saying? Them teams are just trash. The other stress they had, like I said, they had young talent. Some of them teams had young talent like that. You're like, okay, bet. They they called on this one. I like their coaching. They had young talent. These teams, like, no. They Indiana lost seven straight. <laughs> they lost seven straight, bro. We just saw eighteen threes, miss. No, this this is a different level. And it's the lack again, the lack of effort. And the other difference is I watched them quit on this one. Those other games they, they lost. This one, I watched them give up. Yeah. I saw it. You saw yep. it like, oh fine, we're done. You saw it when they were like, We're done. We're not in this no more. And that I will never stand for, ever. Ever, ever, ever. They
2: they really did just throw in the towel. There was still five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Yeah. When momentum swung in, in the Hornets' uh, favor and the Hornets had, you know, built a small lead. Mm. It was like, dude, there's still so much time in this game yeah. for the Bulls to correct this. Yeah. String together a few stops and a few logical offensive possessions that lead to good shots. That's it. And you can still walk away from this game saying, hey, that was ugly, but at least it's a dub. But no, they packed it in. Mm-hmm. And in a way that was embarrassing. Embarrassing. I'm embarrassed for them, but I'm more so mad at them. Mm. Because that is inexcusable crap. Fans of this team deserve better than that. Yes, they do. Um, Yes, they do. I've seen a lot of people in the comments talking about, hey, wonder what AK is thinking. Hey, that trade deadline is looming around the corner. Mm -hmm. Uh, I saw somebody joking about, I'll take West Brick and two Lakers firsts at this point. We're talk, you know he's playing with effort. We're going to talk a little bit on uh, in tonight's post later on tonight's postgame show about some trade stuff. Yeah. Because we have gotten to this point now where it's like, after these two losses to the Pacers and the Hornets, <laughs> if you're AK, why the hell are you keeping this roster together for February, March, and April? Dude, something's broken in it. All right. Lonzo, yeah, it's go. ain't coming back. It's got to go. Sorry to say it, ain't coming back. I think we all really... In our heart of hearts, believe that to be the case when this season started. You better, Billy Donovan said. Why would he come back at this point? We're preparing to not have Lonzo. Of course, we have to. It's it's clearly, whether or not there's Lonzo, this team ain't it. Ain't it, man. Ain't it. And now it's like, what? If you do nothing at the trade deadline, Mm -hmm. how do you then come out to the media and then the fans and explain that decision? You can't.
0: And I think that's the interesting thing. I I have tried to look at this from several different points of view and tried not to get too reactionary to any one of these losses. Mm-hmm. But I think that's a really good point at this at this time in the season. Where, again, when I say you've like you've lost the goodwill that you built up, mm-hmm. they're talking about uh, eleven and six, eleven and seven, now eleven and eight stretch here. I don't think you can as arturs karnashov has come out and say in your press availability after the trade deadline we believe in this stretch that we're putting together right. because you have terrible losses to the wizards mm-hmm. you have terrible losses to the hornets and the pacers mm-hmm. and the list goes on and on like wow. you, that just doesn't mean anything right. and so we're coming up on it what is it seven more games two weeks from today mm-hmm. two weeks from today I, I don't a lot can change i guess like two weeks ago at this time we were talking about maybe they were turning a corner mm-hmm. who knows but they're now in 11th place. Yep. They are now 22 and 26. Mm.
2: So much for that. Just take care of business against <laughs> Indiana, Charlotte, and Orlando, and then you're back above 500.
1: Yeah. So much for that plan. Remember when I tell you take it game by game because they didn't deserve that kind of thinking of looking ahead? Yeah, this shit. This is exactly what I'm talking about that, right That
2: here. plan flew right out the window.
1: Right then, out of there. And then into Show a – Show them how it flew out the window, man.
2: flew right out the window <laughs> and landed in a goddamn porta potty. <laughs> This team is shit. Uh,
1: S-H-I-T,
2: shit. Shite.
1: God, they pissed me off. It's sad. Man. I'm so done. It's the effort, man. That's what always would get me. It's the effort. I watched you quit. I saw it. And not just quit. You quit against the Hornets. The Hornets. The Hornets said made you tap out. Glass Joe
2: a franchise made you tap out. That seriously tries to have everyone else in the league make fun of them. Yeah. For their incompetence. Yeah.
1: Say, from the jerseys on down.
2: From the jerseys to the court, to the wit, to the roster. Let's fly. Hornets country? Hornets country. <sighs> let's, let's fly. Wow. <laughs> Hornets country, let's fly. we got to take our first Hornets break country. here on let's postgame. Fly. When we come back, we'll get to some super chats we got on country. deck, and then we're talking trades let's later fly. on. Uh, while we are sharing words from our friends and sponsors, do let's us fly. a solid. <laughs> Hit that thumbs up button if you're watching along with us on YouTube. We mm-hmm. greatly appreciate it. And, of course, Make sure you're subscribed to CSGO Sports on YouTube if you aren't already. 24K strong and growing.
1: And growing. Uh,
2: speaking of growing, I'm a growing boy, <laughs> and I need my protein.
1: That's what you need? Mm-hmm. Mm. That's right. <laughs> I
2: get my protein from the delicious products at Green Ridge Farm, a Chicago local meat and cheese company offering you a better all-natural option. Makers of all-natural deli meat, sausages, and those famous delicious meat sticks. Mm -hmm. To borrow a phrase from Stacey King, Mm -hmm. perfect for tailgating, happy hour, school lunches. These all natural meat sticks are hardwood smoked for eight hours. Plus, with 16 grams of protein packed in every stick, they make a perfect post-workout snack.
1: Mm -hmm, Your favorite.
2: Ooh, love the (laughs) post-workout snack. Delicious because they're made from uh, recipes generations in the making and being all natural. They deliver a fresh, flavorful alternative at snack time. You can always find these Green Ridge Farm products in the refrigerated section at Costco and Sam's Club, plus your local Chicagoland grocery stores. You can also shop online on their website, GreenRidgeFarm.com. And if you put three of their products in your shopping cart at GreenRidgeFarm.com, add a pack of meat sticks to your order, use promo code CHGO at checkout. Those meat sticks will cost you Exactly $0. Mm. Free meat sticks Mm. with promo code CHGO at GreenRidgeFarm.com. Get Mm. some meat up in your life.
3: Thank you very
1: much. If there are
2: any vegetarians left on this Bulls team after this loss tonight, Uh I'm calling them out. Uh Eat a goddamn meat stick. That's what the problem is. Caruso, if I have to see that stupid promo (laughs) in the bottom corner of the screen during a Bulls game, oh, let's learn how to eat more Impossible Burgers. Eat a goddamn meat stick, Alex Caruso. <laughs> this team is shite.
1: You need some meat. God. <laughs> Toss. <laughs> He's blaming the meat. This is the best. This is the best. He's blaming meat. This is so uh, I'm ble- blaming the lack of meat. Well, yes. Excuse... Oh, excuse me. Pardon me, sir. Ha! <laughs> Play with the lack of Let's meat. learn how to cook without meat. Yes, how dare they? <laughs> Stupid. So are you saying winning teams around the league, are all, all meat eaters? Yes. That's what you mean? All yes. Teams. So LeBron James eating meat and, and all that?
2: Or is not champion right now, is
0: not he?
1: <laughs> Steph Curry. Oh, you know
2: Steph goes to town on meat sticks. Going town on there? I think Draymond. Draymond definitely. All the weed Clay smokes, <laughs> you know he's
1: eating meat sticks. <laughs> around the clock. i Oh, the comment image is true. <laughs> Program is committed to helping families and businesses. That was my fault. I I I take (laughs) full blame for that. In the communities we serve, manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. ComEd offers a wide array of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial, industrial, and public sector customers of all sizes across our territory. Customers can inquire about how to upgrade outdated lighting to energy and money saving efficient LED lights. Learn more about network lighting to operate your lights through your mobile device, like this one. And track your facility's energy usage and much, much more. Incentives have recently increased for indoor and outdoor lighting and network control, network lighting controls, pardon me. Making these projects more cost effective than ever before. So visit ComEd.com slash Powering Biz now and start saving money and energy to start a project, contact them at 1-855-433-2700. For more information, email them at businessee at comed.com or ee at comed.com. Shout out to my man, Bruce Leroy. I caught that reference too, Bruce Leroy. Uh, he called my Glass Joe reference. Shout out to you for that. And uh, I saw a fish talking about they got KO'd by Buster Douglas. They ain't get KO'd. Buster Douglas actually won the title, all right? They ain't get KO'd, but they got KO'd. By Buster from Arrested Development. That's who they got KO'd by. Please, I'm a monster. Sir. Trash.
0: <laughs> he's
1: everywhere. <laughs> Trash. Buster. <laughs> Justin Fields is all plant-based. Just saying. Yeah, Joshua, he is, but he's not winning right now. So the just talking about people who are winning. He's Justin, saying all Justin champion.
2: Fields eats some meat sticks uh, on game days next season. Maybe uh-huh. the Bears are... Uh, a winning team again. He's
1: them. saying Joe Burrow is, is eating some oh, meat sticks. Oh, you know Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow's meat. eating some meat sticks. I agree. Damn right. Yeah, he's getting down.
2: Uh, Joey, we have uh, some super chats, do we not?
0: Let's do some super chats. Let's get oh, let's to some super chats. Let's fly. Joey has
3: <laughs> cargo. <laughs>
0: let's fly. Let's
3: fly into the super Lebowski chats. Babowski right Five says, whether they build a team from the ground up, Heinrich, Dang, Gordon, or D. Rose, Noah Taj, or build a team of free... Agents, vets, trades, Vuch, Levine, DeMar, they end up with an average middling team.
2: Well, that's okay, not us really true. Let's not lump that together. Yeah, This team, at its peak, held the one seed for somewhere between a half and two-thirds of last season. Yeah. Fizzled out and lost in five games in the first round. Mm. The D-Rose, Joaquin, Luol team went to the Eastern Conference Finals. Yes. It only happened once, but yeah. they went to the Eastern Conference Finals. That same core also made it to the conference semis one additional time.
1: And also, before the injury, they were the best team in the NBA, record-wise. The Bulls were the one uh, seed in the East,
2: regular season, back-to-back seasons. Yes, correct. 10-11 and 11-12. Yeah, that's not middling. One seed
1: in the East. Yeah, that's not middling. That's not middling. No, no, that's not. No, not at all. But I hear what you're saying because you're like, they didn't win and things like that. But, no, when they were on point, they were on point. Winning is winning, man, but... This right here, though, that's what makes
0: this so ridiculous. How about just a team that's, like, trying? Yeah. Say that. Like, that was what was fun about the first half of last season. Yeah, the effort. It wasn't just, like, they were were clicking, obviously. Yeah. But they were, like, trying. They were overachieving. I think that's what people fell in love with about the Tibbs era in general Mm -hmm. was that these teams were just, like, playing above their – punching above their weight. Correct. Yeah. And right now, they're punching so far below their weight (laughs) that it is causing all of these people – these lovely people who are in the comments to come in and talk about blowing it up. This is true, and you all are definitely lovely.
2: Yeah, at Channel 4 News, I, I was making the argument that the old team was good and not a middling team. I was right. not claiming that this current team that we're watching right now right. is anything other than mediocre, Mm-mm. and mediocre if that. Teams Mm-mm.
0: that are four games below 500 are not mediocre. They're bad. Correct. Ooh, you better preach. Yeah. They're That's bad. Would go It's a bad team. team. That's what it is. It's,
2: you know, for as much as we complain about the Bulls losing to sub 500 teams, They have been one themselves now. Pretty much since early November.
1: Yeah. It's ridiculous, man. I feel you, Bruce Lee. Boy, they don't have the glow. You got that glow. I feel you, Bruce Lee. I see you. We catching each other. I got you. Oh, how sad was this? It's it's, Um, it's Buzz mm. City. It's Buzz City. (laughs) Let's
2: fly.
3: (laughs) We have any other Super Chats, Joe? Yep. Uh, We've got one from McBaconator. He says, all I can do is laugh. Yeah. That's it. Laugh or cry,
2: pick one. Pick one. Or throw a hat. Or toss a
1: hat. (laughs) Or eat a meat stick.
2: Oh, God.
3: (laughs) I need need
2: a meat stick and a tall glass of wine when I get home.
3: Go ahead, Joe. Anish says the team seems like they like playing with each other. Maybe they just dislike Billy. LOL. IDK, what other explanation there is for what we are seeing? Do they look like they they
2: enjoy playing with each other? Yeah, bro. Right
3: now, they don't. Anytime you watch your team
1: quit. I mean, you can say that about the coach, but that's about the team. You know what I mean? Like, they quit, bro. Like, they just stopped. They said, we're not doing this. We don't care anymore. You know what I mean? Like, it's, something's not clicking. They, they had a, what, team meeting? Yeah, great. You know what I mean? Had another team meeting. That's why teams like each other and stuff like that. Great. Still trash. Still lots and lots of trash out there on the floor, man. Right. They're not executing at all. They're, they're forgetting how to play basketball. You're watching the IQ go down in these games. I'm watching them make plays I've never seen them make. You know what I mean? Like, I'm talking about these bad plays. I'm watching, like, good players who I thought had really high IQs, like Alex Caruso. And, and guys like that, I'm watching them make bad plays on some of these things, man. Like, that doesn't make any sense. So, no, I, I'm not going to sit here and say that is because of Billy. Like, that's on them, man. They quit. They quit, bro. Like, that's on them, man. Uh, Other
3: super chat. Couple more. We got Dylan. He says, LOL, me thinking this team could – Make the playoffs. If I had a dollar for every offensive board this team gave up this season, I could retire tomorrow.
0: Man. <laughs> right I wish on. I had yeah. a dollar too. That'd be nice. With Although, let's out. be real. I'd just be complaining on this show. <laughs> anyway. We'd still Even be here. Even if I was retired, I'd still, be, still here. be here. We'd still be here complaining,
2: commiserating with Bulls Nation. You know, make uh, David
0: happy. Tao
3: <laughs> I don't, I don't know how to Everybody needs to go.
2: Reinsdorf, AK, everybody. Wow. Well, <laughs> enjoy that dream you're living in. <laughs> and then but he's right. Selling. Everybody does need to. He never selling. But you know. Then that, that then. is a. I mean, dude, trust me. Don't waste any of your time Ta-o. trying Ta-o to right. I'm totally imagine that, right that dream coming true. This is definitely broken <laughs>
1: pick we're talking to right you now. You can't.
2: But. You can't do that to yourself. Yeah. Oh well. If only we got a new ownership group, and then things could change from there. Actual. Matt, you'll like this one.
3: You'll like this one. Teo Ray says, it's time to blow it up. Everyone needs to go. Sucks that Uncle Jerry won't let them. Bulls are going to be in basketball hell forever. Mm.
2: It is what it is, man. It is what it is. Grandpa Jerry's never selling this team. Mm-mm. Even when Grandpa Jerry's gone, Michael ain't selling. Mm-mm.
0: They sold they made their money. souls for six years. What? Mm. They sold their soul for six years. Yeah, they appreciate did. Appreciate that, but It was way. a great, great And now, years. Yeah, appreciate that.
2: Their game plan... <laughs> business-wise, is profitable mediocrity. Mm. That's what the Bulls, owned by the Reinsdorfs, want. That is what they do. That is what they want. That is why they finally decided it was time to move on from Paxson, the guy that they've been loyal to forever and ever and ever, and move on from Gar, so that they could get a fresh start to at least get back to mediocrity. Because Bulls fans, bless y'all hearts, finally told them enough was enough after... Four straight years, five straight years of crap basketball and not making the playoffs. They said to the new front office, bring in some talent. Let's get back to being at least a playoff team. They did that last year. They're not going to let them tank back to the bottom this quickly.
0: They're not. Mason Plumlee had a pull-up lefty baseline jumper.
1: It's funny that you're saying that because that is literally what I'm sitting here reading is you tweeting that. that is I can't awesome. get enough of it.
0: I'm sitting here I'm just looking at that like, yeah, this is That right. really happened. That was the dagger. Yeah. Like, how can you be? A Plumlee. How can you, <laughs> how can you be okay with that? How yeah. do you just not do anything after that?
1: How can you be okay with that? That right there. A the pull-up jumper. I know yes. he's been shooting
0: lefty this year. Right. But how can you be okay with that? But he's so bad righty that he had to switch to his left hand. Yeah.
1: But we need something. So where's the fire? Where's the I give a damn? Where's the I care? Everybody's too cool, man. It's just everybody to, from Billy on down. Everybody's just too damn cool about it. I need, Where's the fire? Who's pissed off about this? Who's throwing a chair? Who's yelling? Who's saying something to the meeting? something, man. I need a pulse from somebody on the team, bro. I don't care from who. But I need a pulse from somebody to let me know you still give a damn. Cause right now everybody's just way too damn cool about it and going about their business in such a cool way. Like, Oh, you know, it's stuff happens. We'll get them next game. No bro. Screw all that shit. I need the pulse. I need some fire. Where is it? That's what we're looking for right here. You see him upset. You see the passion right here. That's upset. That's fire. That's anger. He wants some shit to change. Where's yours? Where's yours at? We should not have the same feeling. You don't feel it. I need to know you're pissed about this, man. I need to know you're mad about this kind of play. This is sad, dude. It's sad. Team, man. Get on my goddamn nerve. <laughs> it's trash, dude. It's so trash. I thought you were about to throw that at. It's trash, bro. It's trash. I can't throw – well, I can't well, throw I head d- The lights out the way. Give me a hat. Well, head. I didn't
0: think you were going to throw your own hat. I knew oh, better than that. You
1: got that right. <laughs> that ain't wow, never happened. that
0: counts. That's a three-point hat throw. One yeah. yeah. drive. <laughs> right you right? That's officially, you've, <laughs> officially hit, <laughs> right? <laughs> you've officially hit as many threes as anybody else <laughs> <in the> <laughs> Dude.
1: That heart, that part right there, man. The heart. That's what we're talking about, man. The heart. Where is that? This, we sat and watched Joe Kim Noah in a pickup basketball game playing against F1 Formula drivers and Tony Parker, and you would have swore it was game seven. The way that dude was intense about it. He was intense. He was into it. I want to win. I want to win. I want the fire, dude. It's too much sitting back being cool, man. We tired of this cool shit. This cool shit ain't cutting it, bro. I'm, I'm sorry. It. Justin, do I do I see you asking
2: this question for real in the comments? Why do fans deserve better? Is that a real question? <laughs> Do you want, are, I assume you're a Bulls fan if you're hanging out here all the time with us. Do you want better? Do you think you deserve better? The time that you commit better. to following this team, the money you spend, your hard-earned money supporting this team by buying their merchandise, by buying tickets to these games. Mm. Why, why do you not think that fans of this Bulls organization deserve better mm. than mediocrity? Mm. Certainly better than crap, mm. losing to crap teams. I'm maybe you don't think that you deserve happiness, and if you don't, that's your issue. Mm. But don't sit here and tell us that Bulls fans don't deserve better
1: than this, because yeah. we fucking do. Yeah, bro. Seriously. Seriously. You deserve better than this, man. This is your team. This is your city. This is what you're supposed to represent. You're supposed to know what that means, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, we can take the bad play. We've seen shitty basketball, all right? We sat and watched it. Plenty of it. Plenty Plenty of it. Quick, fast, and a hurry of it, all right? We've seen it, man. But the heart that comes with it, I've seen the teams fight. I'm cool with that. You know what I mean? You're like, okay, that team ain't got it, but we out here trying. You know, they putting in the effort. I think
2: that's why Bears fans are okay with the way that this season just went. Yeah. Justin Fields and his boys were out there battling every Sunday. Yeah. they lost a bunch of close games, but they at least fought. Yeah, this Bulls team, as soon as they get hit with one feather's
1: worth of adversity, yeah. to a Plumley, <laughs> a feather's worth of adversity, they fall.
0: The f over, bro. Did y'all hear the poetry right there? <laughs> the
1: man's head and feathers, but worth it's true. Of I mean,
0: Billy literally says this after every single game. This team needs to be able to face adversity head on. And, like, not crumble in the face of it. Yeah. And that happens literally every single game. Every single game. And, like, game. at this point, you you got to give blame to everyone. Like you always say, Dave. Yeah. Nobody is immune. Nobody. But, like, I just don't understand how they haven't figured it out. They've heard it. Yes. Over and over again. And you see plays, like, I, we mentioned it before already, but, like, the Zach Demar. Your turn, my turn thing mm-hmm. is just not good. Not good. I don't, I don't really have an analysis there. Nope. It's not good. Not good.
1: And, and I thought you made a great point. We were watching the game, uh, Will. We talk a lot about uh, Bulls out of the timeout and just how you know bad they are. And I love how you pointed out that when you were like, see, on that one, you can't blame Billy because it was a play. They got the ball into Vooch. That was the right great play. Post-position. Great post position. Great post position. He dribbles, backs him down, gets inside, makes the move. He's got a layup, decides to pass it out for some reason, turns into an air ball, you know what I'm saying, for Vooch with a fadeaway air ball for some reason. He's right. You can't blame Billy for that. You cannot. That is on you, and I don't know why he was doing it like that. Like, that's what, that's what is really tripping me out is the IQ of the team just going like this, like other people just forgetting how to play basketball And I know they can. I've watched it. They're too talented
0: to be this bad. Yes. I feel like we talk about this team like they're not good. And I say like they're a bad team. They have a lot of talent on this roster. Right. It just clearly doesn't fit. And I think that's what the conclusion that at some point AK is going to need to face Mm -hmm. is, yes, you had the stretch where they were playing good and and things were great. And maybe Lonzo is like the secret sauce. Who knows if Lonzo will play again. But like... We have an overwhelming amount of evidence now to support the fact that, like, this doesn't work. Yeah. What are you waiting for? Yeah. It's broken. It's broken. Like this man.
2: I am broken. Mm -hmm. I am truly, truly broken after these two losses. So while I collect the broken pieces of my soul, (laughs) let's take a quick break. (laughs) When we come back, we'll talk about the trade deadline being two weeks away. And those greedy paws all over NBA media who insists that Zach Levine needs to be a Laker like yesterday. We will talk about that coming up next. But Big Dave, who do we have on deck Uh, the world of our friends and sponsors?
1: You know what we're talking about, man? It's that Will the Go Gottlieb thing. The greatest golfer in the history of CHGO. Oh, you know it. (laughs) You know he got to be out there right. And if he's going to be out there right, He's going to have on that Pins and Aces, y'all, the official golf apparel partner of CHGO, Well, we love that gear and get tons of compliments on it on and off the course. Who's going to get them compliments? You are, because that's what you're going to do when you go get that cool gear. They got those amazing polos. They got those incredible hats. They got those cool golf bags, and they have the favorite, world-famous and awesome, beer sleeve. That innovative product that allows you to store seven of them things right up inside your golf bag, keeping them drinks frosty cold the entire round or half a round, depending on who you are.
2: One hole. (laughs) I I need to shotgun seven beers right now to wash
1: this game away. I have never seen you shotgun a beer. I actually would like to see that. When we were in Vegas, at the The end of our
2: Vegas trip, we all shotgun a beer. Were you not there? At the end? In the backyard.
3: Big Dave would have won if he had been participating. No,
2: but that was during Dave's year of sobriety.
3: I said if he had been participating. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. True indeed. But okay, he still could have, not while not participating, seen me do it. Yeah.
3: See, that when I hit shotgun,
1: I mean, I mean, like, break yeah, it.
2: Yeah, like, key yeah. in the bottom of a beer can. Yeah, I definitely want it. For crack that. the top, pour yeah. it down. Yeah, I definitely want it. Like that. you did to
1: that wine bottle.
2: That's a that, relief <laughs> or, <laughs> or,
3: you know, use your teeth. <laughs> use your teeth? Yeah. Really? Uh, Hold on, I got a uh,
1: question. Let me finish this. Hold on. Check out pinsandaces.com. Use the code CHGO to receive 15% off your first order and get yourself some free shipping as well at pinsandaces.com where you got look good, you play good, and when you play good, it's all good.
2: Tonight's episode of Boys Game also brought to you by our friends at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook. Take mm-hmm. your shot at turning buckets into big cash Ooh. with DraftKings Sportsbook. An official betting partner of the NBA, our official betting partner at CHGO. They're my go-to for hoops action. Did I not tell y'all in my DraftKings pick of the week after the Pacers lost to take the Hornets plus the points? He did. Should have just said Hornets I money line. Money you line. said. I said money line. Will the goat said, just do Will, t- take Hornets money line. So I was right, and Will was even more right. And if you were running out of faith as a Bulls fan and put money on the Hornets tonight, congratulations to you. Mm. Uh, maybe you're looking for an even bigger payout. Take a shot at their Friday night favorites. All you have to do is go to DraftKings Sportsbook app, opt in, and place a uh, select two-leg pregame Moneyline Parley, and you'll get a 50% profit boost. Tonight's DraftKings king of the game. Who would be? DeMar DeRozan, who hey. poured in 28 points in another loss. But at least the man tried. Yeah. He's rescued the Bulls on a couple of ugly offensive possessions down the stretch. You see there he had an efficient night from the free throw line, one of the few things that this Bulls team could get going for them offensively. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow is your DraftKings king of the game. Don't forget about that amazing offer for new customers who can bet just $5 and get $200 in free bets instantly, win or lose. Mm. What a deal. You only get that deal as a new customer signing up with promo code CHG. Oh, C-H-G. let's make, let's oh. go for the trifecta. Take take the magic money line take on it. on Saturday. It's
1: going all the way. Let's do it. He's going in DraftKings. Now, Joey, back to you. So you're using your teeth <laughs> to That's, open these beer cans. No,
3: I hope my dentist isn't listening. No, I was I- gonna <laughs> say I hope
2: your dentist or your parents aren't listening to uh-huh. that. My, he's my brother. He's like, used to, he's where do you like, think hey, I learned this George trick? Knows.
3: He's 21. Yeah, I mean, where do you think I learned this trick? 21, Joey. He knows. Well, so you have, the, Joey. you have your teeth here, the canines. Right. That's pretty, that's it's for. pretty sharp.
2: <laughs> Are you talking Thousands about of puncturing of a can of, of beer uh-huh. to get we the shotgun the hole? Yeah. Okay. Shotgun. My brother used canines. to open a beer bottle. No, no, with no. The ca- with like to open the cap yes. of a beer bottle with the back teeth. Hey, Dave, I'll show you.
3: I'll show you after the show if you're still if you're still curious. Okay.
1: I'll
2: give you a live demonstration. Your
1: brother did what now?
2: He used to open a beer bottle with his back teeth. Ew. Yeah. That's, Made me flinch every time I watched it. That's tough. Oh, when, uh. he's, he did it in front of my mom a few times. Oh.
1: I mean, Joey Canines over here. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she was opening up with the kids. Can. Joey that's, Canines? That's wild business right there, Joe. I mean, that's awesome. When did you discover this?
0: Uh,
3: when I was 18.
1: <laughs> right answer, sir.
3: Uh, I mean, right. when I was 21.
1: Right, there you go. Yes, when he was 21. That's when he discovered that, ladies and gentlemen. Absolutely right.
2: Luke in the comments saying, can you talk about some trades? Because I need to forget this game. <laughs> yes and yes. Let's all forget that together. Yeah. Tonight, for the first time, we are going to start a recurring segment between now and the trade deadline well that done, we're going to call Bullish or Bullshit. Well done, Justin. Thank you for the brilliant graphic, Mr. Spathis. Well done, sir. Where basically, between now and February 9th, we will take some trades that are proposed trades and podcasts, hypotheticals, trades that are being rumored. Maybe even as we get closer to the trade deadline, <gasps> trades that are being reportedly discussed, especially if they involve the Bulls.
0: Maybe even some. Like Maybe it's the
2: fake trades that this guy's cooking up over here. I uh, love trades. Trade and machine. we are going Go to trade. discuss love them it. as being either <laughs> bullish, as in we are in favor of them being realistic trades that we uh-huh. wouldn't be opposed to see the Bulls making, or if they're bullshit, aka bad trades or
0: trades we don't believe to be real. Mm. And also, I think it's important oh, to acknowledge I that, that we should consider this from the other team's standpoint, too. Okay. Correct. Right? Like, there's going to be trades where obviously the Bulls should trade whatever for Luka Doncic. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Happen. Just a
2: one-for-one one Kobe White Lucas swap. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Let's
0: do it up. But we're going to... Oh, no, gonna... I think we need a pick with that. We <laughs> 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 need a pick with that. I'm so, gonna, gonna... the one we are kicking
2: 2029? off with, gentlemen, Top five. is the <laughs> one that, surprise, surprise, has been making its way around NBA Twitter for the last couple of days after the most recent episode of Zach Lowe's Low Post Podcast dropped, Shout out. where he and Bobby Marks were discussing some possible trades... And surprise, surprise, Zach Levine Mm. to the Lakers. Mm. In this proposed deal discussed on the Low Post the other day, the Lakers receive Zach Levine from the Bulls. The Bulls from the Lakers receive Russell Westbrook and those 2027 and 2029 first-round picks From the Lakers, I believe they added the detail of slight protections Mm -hmm. on the 29 pick.
3: Zach Lowe used the word, the lowest possible protection that could be thrown Mm -hmm. in. Correct. For the 29, 27. I don't think you can protect that far up.
2: Will, you made note of the fact that if it were actually just a Levine-Westbrook player, those two players only involved, financially
0: it would not work, correct? Yeah, so... I believe the numbers right now are 47 for us, 37 for Zach, which means the Bulls are either going $10 million into the tax to get Russell Westbrook. Obviously, there's longer-term benefits of this, right? Like, you're, you clear out a ton of space over five years of Zach's contract. But you either need to attach more salary in order to even out that number, or you go into the luxury tax, and we all know that's never going to happen. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So to make this work, the Bulls need to include Drummond and Kobe White Mm -hmm. or Alex Caruso or roughly $10 million to get them to matching salary. Mm -hmm. All of this for the two first round picks in 2027 and 29, Mm -hmm. which are five years from now, five Mm -hmm. drafts from now. Mm -hmm. I get that people find those picks to be valuable, those are i mean i don't who who knows like what's going to happen with the lakers at the time lebron's certainly not going to be playing well he might he's a <laughs> terminator
2: <laughs> dude i had the same reaction
0: he, there's no way he is at the age of what would it be 30 44 27 he'd
1: be 42 43 43 yeah yeah cuz he's
0: 38 now yeah definitely I mean, there definitely are, possible definitely possible mm-hmm. i just yeah i think that those picks are a little bit overvalued because people assume that the Lakers are going to be bad then, they could, who knows what could happen. I mean, they, they could completely burn down the house and then like, bring in a ton of young talent and right. then be really good again by then. That's a super long time away. So I don't yeah. think those picks are as valuable as everybody else seems to. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you also look at it from the perspective of, like, what is the marketplace for these kind of players right now? I'm not saying Zach Levine is Donovan Mitchell or Rudy Gobert or DeJounte Murray. I think he's, like, around the same as all those guys, right? Like, I mean, he's a two-time all-star, different player. But those guys all got three-plus unprotected first-round picks starting, like, next year. Right. So I think for the Bulls to add talent because they're not going into the tax, to only get two future firsts, I think that is a severe undersell mm. on the, Zach Levine's talent. There
2: might be some people who are saying the, the part of that that benefits the Bulls that maybe you didn't highlight there is that getting off of Zach's contract and Westbrook's expiring mm. is another perk. Regardless yeah. of what the Bulls plan is outside of that, as far as what you're going to do with Vooch, what you're going to do with DeMar. If, if you feel already like giving Zach that contract was a mistake, I'm just saying hypothetically, if you're the Bulls and you feel like you want off that contract – bringing in Westbrook on that expiring is another perk. But I am with you, and then Dave, I want to hear what you think. Mm-hmm. That those 27 and 29 Lakers picks are being way overvalued as, the way, as far as how they're being discussed in NBA media right now. And I think they're being overvalued because it's the Lakers and it's LeBron and people are trying to fix LeBron's team to make it more competitive as we get closer to the playoffs. Yeah. So they're trying to make the 27 and 29 picks seem more valuable than they are, which is a big, giant, freaking question mark.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's that why, why it's bullshit for me. Um, like you all said, like the Lakers change their roster like that all the time. Every year, we've seen it. They don't wait around. They're not a team that waits to rebuild. They're trying to get who's available so they can win they now. They don't just get who's available. They get stars. That's what I mean when I say who's available. Like, they're trying to get those guys so they can win now. You know what I mean? Like, who's the best guy out there? We're going after him point blank. And we're going off the second best player out there as well. And the third while we're, while we're out here looking. So by the time they get to those years, yeah, they could be a contending team for all we know because that's what they are, man. As far as the Bulls, um, let, me, let me look at it for, for talent. Yeah, Zach Levine is perfect, you know what I mean, for, to go over there to L.A. It's a perfect move for them, obviously. You have LeBron James. He don't have to dribble anymore. He don't have to think anymore. You know what I mean? The brain is shut off. He can just play. You know what I mean? And, and be the Uber star and get the commercials and all those other things. Great. Wonderful for him. I think Bulls fans honestly would love Russell Westbrook. They would love him because all the heart that I just talked about and all that stuff, they would say, well, we, he played with that tonight. He will drop you a triple-double with some intensity and all those other things, and Bulls fans would absolutely love those kind of things. But, like you stated, the expiring contract – you know what I'm saying, and the expiring Russell Westbrook. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. On top of that, he's not a spring chicken anymore. He's playing with that intensity, and he's still great, greatly skilled, and playing with that. But his time is coming. You know, it's on its way. So, combined all those things, along with the picks that just don't look super valuable, it's a no for me, dog, as Randy Jackson would say. It's a no for me, dog.
2: Our guy Mark in the comments saying, for the record, I would hate Russell Westbrook. Right.
1: You love hard Russ, Mark, old players. You love that kind of thing, don't you? I thought he's like Jimmy Butler. I Super
2: Meanwhile loves Westbrook's energy, like, Jimmy, like you were saying, Dave. He loves
0: that kind of stuff. The other I'm thing confused. that, that Lowe mentioned in this show was, and I think he said he doesn't necessarily believe this, but like the Zach detractors basically would argue that if you remove Zach Levine, you're really not losing that much from. Right. What he said, operating.
2: if DeMar keeps playing the way DeMar does and is healthy, and if Vooch, I know he had a bad game tonight, but has been playing a lot better recently.
0: His numbers in January are outrageous. Mm. Right.
2: If if you still got DeMar and Vooch playing well, this team doesn't even necessarily take a big hit as far as the quality on the court if the Bulls don't want to tank and you get off of that Zach contract if you don't want to be on it. Mm. That's the argument that he made, although, as you said, uh, Goat, Low clarified, he doesn't think the Bulls would make this trade. He said, I think the Lakers make this trade. Yes. It's like, oh, yeah, duh.
0: In a heartbeat. The whole (laughs) media is like propaganda for the Lakers. Yes. To, like, boost the value of their assets and encourage teams to, like, trade their players to them so that the Lakers are good because that's great for basketball. It's great for ESPN. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And – um. Just uh, to add what Bobby Marks chimed in with his two cents as to why he could see it being in the best interest for the Bulls to make this trade is saying, I would probably consider it, I don't see this roster getting into that top four, top five range. I think there has to be some type of pivot here with this group.
1: I agree with the pivot, for sure. The
2: pivot is, I think, something that all of us are on board with. Yeah. The question is, where, what direction is the pivot? And those people out there in the comments, out there in Bulls Nation, advocating for the pivot to be not only to trade Zach and get what you can for him, but then also trade off Vooch. He's an expiring. You probably can't get much for him, but get what you can. Trade DeMar. You could probably get decent value for DeMar the way he's playing and pivot towards the bottom. Yeah. But again, mentioned this earlier, let's bring it back. Reinstorf ain't going to let that happen. Mm-hmm. Unless everything we know about being Bulls fans and how this organization is run and the history of us being alive since he bought the team in the mid '80s, that ain't happening. He's not going to let them tank again this quickly. Mm-hmm. I, I that's that's the way I see it. Mm. So if you're advocating for a full-on sell everything between now February ninth, steer towards the bottom. And you mentioned
0: this too, Will. Like it's kind of too late to tank now. You got what twenty two, twenty three wins, whatever it is. You yeah. you had an opportunity when I don't remember exactly what the numbers were, but they were like close to eight or nine games under five hundred, mm-hmm. and you're like the seventh place in the tankathon. Like that's, that's your chance. Mm-hmm. I think right now, and that was kind of getting to my next point, which is that like, I think I have come to a spot where I feel okay with the idea of trading Levine mm-hmm. because I just think this team is going nowhere. Mm-hmm. And like at some point, they have to do something to make mm-hmm. some major changes. Mm-hmm. I'm, fu- I'm okay with that, but like the value has to be there. And I wonder if we're going to get to this trade deadline, not see any moves, and throw a fit of rage, but then get to the summer and start to see some action. Because I Mm -hmm. think it's easier to make those trades in the summer when you know what draft picks you're getting. Like You can tell in the draft order where you're going to be picking. Um, Teams are a little bit more desperate to start their season. It's really hard to integrate a star player into the mix with 35 games left in the year. Mm -hmm. So I do think that there's a chance that, and especially given where the Bulls are, right? Like that, that to tie it back is like, they don't really have an opportunity to try to save their pick anymore. Mm -hmm. So does it make sense to just keep on keeping on this year and maybe make sort of like a smaller margin move and try to get yourself in the playoffs, whatever. And then when you get to the summer, realize who you are and, and make make a pivot when the pick thing is behind you. I think that could make sense. And so I want to like prepare myself for that. But I do think by the end of this summer, like the team needs to have needs to see changes. I would like for that to start at the deadline again, one direction or the other. I don't feel comfortable selling off more assets to try to bring in talent unless the talent is like young and already really good. Mm -hmm. But I do think we might have to wait until the summer to really understand where th- what the next three or four years of this team is going to look like.
1: And and that makes sense. Um, how we were talking about the trades for Donovan Mitchell and the trades for Rudy Gobert and why they got those kind of things because basically everything you just said right there, those weren't midseason teams weren't as desperate to do those right. kind of things. So yeah, when you get to that offseason. And you got a guy like Zach Levine and you can make that move, like you said, that big splash,
0: you might be more inclined to give up a little bit more. Now, the problem is, if you are interested in those Lakers picks, Russ is expiring. Mm -hmm. And that's part of the value of taking on Russ. You know, some teams would argue, you got to give me a pick just to neutralize Russ's value. And then you're going to give me one pick for Zach Levine. Right. But like the Bulls can't do this trade in the summer with the Lakers because Russ is gone. Right. 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 They don't have any matching salary now to send back for Zach. So. That, I think, plays part of a that role. That specific
2: in. trade is, you know, uh, counter to what you were saying earlier, which is accurate, which is it's easier to make bigger deals right. in the offseason than midseason. And yeah.
0: I think that's part of the reason why this push for the Lakers to make a move with these two picks is happening because this is their one chance to do it with a big right. lump sum salary. Mm.
2: Uh, real quick, before we get out of here, I saw a couple of people in the comments mentioning Thomas Bryant. Like, hey, give me Westbrook and Thomas Bryant and some picks and maybe we can consider that. Is there anything else on that Lakers roster that would change either of y'all's opinion on calling this specific proposed trade of Zach for Russ and two firsts, 27 to 29 bullish on it instead of calling it out as bullshit. Is there any tweak or addition as far as what the Lakers have that would make you change your mind about that Zach trade?
1: Troy Brown Jr. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing.
0: (laughs) The legend, (laughs) Troy Brown Jr. I mean, for me, no. I think if there was some way that the Bulls could get cap relief, maybe. Mm-hmm. But, like, again, you're, you have to add money. I, I don't feel comfortable dumping Lonzo right now. I think you could probably do better than uh, Zach and Vooch for Thomas Bryant and Russ and the two picks. Why
3: don't you feel comfortable dumping Lonzo? Like, if there was – I mean – Because I think he – I'm just – I'm curious about that. The, if
0: the – Season is going where it seems to be going. What you do in that situation as a team is you take on bad contracts for money, and so in, in that situation you don't want to be like getting off. A potential yeah, you're selling asset him feature. at a low
3: point. Exactly. But but it, I don't know. With with that, it just it what It depends, the what, you, it depends you. what they know about him and how confident they are that sure. that's ever becoming an asset again. And
0: I think it also uh, it opens the door for you to take on money from other teams and acquire picks that way, but. I think to your point, Matt, like I just don't see them doing that. So maybe you move on from Lonzo. I wouldn't want to add Caruso to that. I think that would be a total loss. Um, If the Bulls are going to go the other direction, does it make sense to move Kobe? Mm. Probably not. Probably not. You want to hang on to your young talent. This is true. So I think that that just becomes really difficult. Maybe a third team is involved where the Bulls get some cap relief and don't have to give up any more talent. But for me, that's just like – I don't think that's quite enough for Zach on its face, and then to make the money match mm. just it, it makes it incredibly difficult. Pat Bev?
2: No. I saw somebody in the comments <laughs> say that. Keep Pat Bev as far away from my team as possible. Come on.
0: I'll take the goon, man. Yeah, I
2: know
1: you I will. need
0: somebody to kick them in the face. Pat Bev uh, would have been Pat his mind for right now. Pat Bev and Russ for Vooch and Zach. That oh. matches. <laughs> oh. oh, How did we get here? The,
2: yeah. Uh, real quick yeah. before we go, a super chat from the Duke. Who said, they the do. middle is the worst place to be. Just ask the Bears. This team ceiling is another middling team. Jerry won't allow it, but it should be blown up. I don't disagree with you. Bears. About any of that. Bears. Don't, dis- <laughs> don't disagree with disagree. Number me. one,
1: 400 people were out Hey, Hey. speaking of
2: which, hit that like button before we wrap out of here. Appreciate it. Make sure you're subscribed to the CSGO Sports YouTube channel. Keep it locked right here. We got another late night edition of CSGO Blackhawks postgame around the corner with our guys, Jay, Greg, and Mario. Keep it right here for that. Um, A team that is successfully losing games as opposed to the Bulls who are failing. That's right. And losing games. Doing
1: it correctly.
2: Damn it. Mm, mm, Mm-hmm. Would be so much easier. What? To it would it would just come into the season being like, all right, goal, lose a bunch of games. Trash.
1: <laughs> Bulls we couldn't go. even
2: figure that out for a few years there. Yeah, that's true.
1: Oh, seven game winning streak. Oh, all
2: right. Uh, we are off tomorrow. Go back and listen to yesterday's HQ episode with Will and our guy Marque. If you haven't okay. we'll watched play, it yet, we will be back on Saturday. Saturday. Today's Thursday. Oh, wow, this week post Paris has been a blur. Saturday. We were in Paris Aww. this week. That's wild. We will be back <laughs> on Saturday for Bulls magic. Mm-hmm. We will see you then. In the meantime, Twitter, Bulls underscore Peck, BOW, BNWL Sports, Will underscore Gottlieb. Nice. Read his stuff at allchgo.com. Follow Joey1K <laughs> at Joey's Joey1K. We are CHGO underscore Bulls. Joey1K. <laughs> Tell us why, Bulls. Tell us why. Shout out to our guy, Adam and Appreciate you, buddy. We'll talk to you Saturday, Bulls Nation. Thanks for watching. C-Rub, be good.
1: Pee. Crap. Trash. Crap. Trash. Trash. Hot garbage.